Business success is often linked to new products, processes or services that consumers are seeking. Entrepreneurs need to ensure that innovations are attractive in the marketplace. A successful entrepreneur must possess a variety of characteristics and qualities. Amongst them are creativity, resilience and determination. In this episode of In the Shoes Of, I will be speaking to Stelios Triteos, owner of GFA Enfield Limited, a children's football coaching academy and a software developer. He will share a variety of examples for young people wanting to develop entrepreneurship. Problem solving skills are essential to enterprise and different ways to solve problems need to be devised. One approach is deliberate creativity, whereby a conscious effort to be creative is required to bring about a solution. Deliberate creativity often requires lateral thinking, which involves thinking outside the box. In other words, trying to find solutions to problems by trying new processes. Here is an example with an entrepreneur that does just that. Um, so you're the you're an owner of a kids football coaching club, GFA, and it stands for Grassroots Football Academy. And you are currently in the process of launching a software related um, company to do with football coaching as well. I mean, that sounds incredible, incredible achievement. Um, and Thank you. your story is very much about entrepreneurship. Um, can you share how you got into this? field I mean there must be so many young people that want to be owning football clubs or coaching did you manage to enter it and what's your story yeah sure so I did what most people do and that's finish uh, school and go to university Mm -hmm. Um, I studied finance and I ended up going on to do a master's as well okay so the dream was going to brokering maybe trading in the financial markets turned out to be what I thought and what I wanted and I ended up spending about five years bouncing in and out of different types of jobs different industries Mm -hmm. and then I got to I think it was about 30 years old and I said to myself you know I I don't want to carry on like this what 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 do I want and then I just looked back at the things that I really liked I remember liking uh, football at school mm-hmm. at university my best work was when I did dissertations on the financial aspects of football clubs professional mm. football clubs and then right. even after uni I was helping out uh, on a committee of a football club an adult football club and I was playing football the whole time so I thought you know what football is a big passion of mine I need to mm. do something involved in that industry and funnily enough one of my favorite lecturers at university said to me when I went to do my master's in uh, investment banking she said to me why are you doing that you should be doing a sports master's in football so she she spotted (laughs) it and I didn't anyway um, so you had someone looking out for you almost to guiding you and that helped you identify your passion I mean you always knew what your passion was but just to have identified it to then you know take steps into that in that part she 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 told me that when I was 24 I didn't the penny didn't drop till I was 30 it's it's only when I was reflecting I put pieces together and she was Mm. part of the I guess the jigsaw and then Mm. by chance randomly uh, I was in a pub 
and I bumped into someone I knew. Uh, turned out that he was running his own football school for kids. And I said, that sounds mm-hmm. interesting. Do you mind if I come down and see what it's like? And he invited me to go down. First day I went there, I looked at what was going on and I knew that's what I wanted to do. Uh, for that person? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I was going to say I kind of worked alongside him, but you know what it was? I was working for him. So I got experience in this. Um and then that was it. Did all my qualifications, got experience of working in an environment that I wanted to now go and replicate and do it my way. And that's where it began. And I began with 25 kids. I think it was 20 kids. Sorry. No. And how, and how many do you have now? Uh, about 230. Ah, so it's really, it's really grown. And football is every little boy's child. They want to become a footballer as they grow up. What would you say to those children, younger children? Uh, first of all, I say it's every boy and girl now because the last three, four. Sorry, yes. Well, no, no, no. You're right in what you said, but it's only the past mm-hmm. two, three years girls' football has exploded. It's become it's grown massively. It's, it's yeah, the, it's, it's it's the fastest growing aspect of kids' football. Um, yeah. What was your question? What would a young football player get become a become a professional football player? Yeah, because you know you do coaching. You got to you got to you got to you got to love the ball. You got to want to go to bed with the ball first thing in the morning when you wake mm-hmm. up. Kick a ball when you're going to school. Have a ball at your feet in at playtime. Play football. Mm-hmm. You got to you like anything. You got to love it. You got to want it. You got to okay. because yeah. what will happen then is you'll just constantly be practicing. You'll find mm. silly little games at home, and but you're still practicing, and yeah. and 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 that's the journey of I, I would say most. Most people, if they're going to be successful at anything, mm. you've got to just mm. that repetition, that practice, that love it. Sub- mm. the, I think mm. the correct way of saying it is submerge yourself in it. But a lot wow. of that does come from the parents as well, because most kids, mm. you know, they, 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 if they, if they had it their way, they'd just go football, nothing else. But there is a thing called school, mm. homework, tidying <laughs> your room, you know, <laughs> seeing, yeah. seeing your grandparents, stuff like that. We're right in the middle of the coronavirus epidemic and the weather's beautiful out there so i'm sure there'll be lots of children constantly play football whilst the parents are trying to get them in to do I some hope work so, so yeah. <laughs> well funnily funnily you mentioned that um mm-hmm. clearly we, we we've completely shut down now because of what's going on but we've actually developed a home pack a pdf pack which involves right. uh school curriculum activities and football yes. learning and we've sent that age specific um to uh, all the parents in the club so they've got mm-hmm. something they can do over the next two three months which is relevant to learning mm-hmm. and relevant to home football uh, education and the parents absolutely loved really appreciated that so mm-hmm. it just goes to show um you know p- parents are probably putting their hair out thinking what am what am i supposed to do with the kids now every single day at home mm-hmm. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. You've adapted so quickly and created something virtual for parents, which is so important for everyone to be able to do. Um, is that something that all parents can access or just parents that um, I've, I've, I've shared it with friends and family who've got kids. Um, I've shared it with uh, a couple of people uh, through my social media channels. You know, look, I've put it out there saying, guys, if you want more, just contact me and I'll send it out to you and share it within your clubs if you want, if you find it useful. So parents might be 
you know listening to this podcast and might want to get hold of that what should they do to be able to uh, email me stelios at grassrootsfa.com s-t-e-l-i-o-s at g-r-a-s-s-r-o-o-t-s-f-a.com and just say hey heard you on the podcast can i get the home pack and i'll just i'll just i can send it by email or we can exchange numbers privately and i can send it by whatsapp one main advice that you would give to anyone wanting to become an entrepreneur or has an entrepreneurship flair what's that one bit of advice that you would share that's a great question by the way um i would i would i would definitely say it's one that is mentioned so many times by many people but it's never actually done and it's setting goals or target setting and the reason is when you wake up every morning yeah if you know what your goals are and your targets you have purpose to waking up in the morning rather than just waking up right let me brush my teeth let me have breakfast make sure the kids all right let me get on the train let me go to work let me get my job right what's the purpose you're just literally you're like a robot when you have goals and targets you have a purpose to getting out of bed every day and you should every day write down your goals and targets for that day you have your goals for the year your targets for uh life in general or Mm. or your, your business in general yeah but what is your daily target for today to get to that end game unless you know the end game your goal you 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 won't know what the target is uh that you're gonna write down on that specific day you need that if you're gonna have purpose to life and i think that's the most underrated thing out there that gets spoken a lot about but doesn't get done that is so incredibly useful because so many business students will know about smart objectives that's something that's drilled in to business theory but just to know about um short-term very very short-term objectives like literally day-to-day or week-to-week objectives is so important absolutely and it's it's got to be more than a diary that says i've got a meeting at six uh uh, 10 a.m what is the target of the meeting the if you have a target at the start of the day then everything you do that day should take you that one step closer to your long-term target so it's intention-based living basically so you're setting an intention for yourself every morning yeah that's and that's your purpose fascinating that's really 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 useful and rewards to date i'd say my biggest challenge has been as we grew um something didn't feel right something was missing and Mm. in my search of trying to find what was missing uh we stagnated so we stopped growing Uh, we allowed competition to grow in the marketplace when we could have dominated it and Mm. i'm not gonna say i regressed but i kind of got myself into a, a mindset of you know confusion a little bit disappointed, frustration, just trying to figure out what was going on. And mm. that that was the biggest challenge. But then I came across someone on the internet. And then, cut a long story mm. short, I discovered something called mentorship. And 
the importance of it and the right mentorship, which has then led on to my new project, which is a software product for the uh, for football clubs, soccer schools, academies, um, and also investments uh, for personal purposes. So that was the biggest challenge uh, I would say I've come across so far. And it really was difficult. I'm, I'm, I'm brushing over what it was like because uh, uh, obviously the time is limited in the chat we're having. Mm. So would you say it was trying to recruit numbers of people to come <laughs> along or which aspect of it was the most challenging whilst you're running the football coaching company? And I'd say this is really important to share because there will be you know, so many young people wanting to start their own coaching company. So what should they be aware Growth. of? Do not stop growing. You've got to keep growing. Maybe not necessarily your particular location. It could be multiple locations. It could be a new product. It could be a new venture. You've got to keep growing. As soon as you stop growing, that stagnation is what will come back to bite you in so many different ways. You will begin to lose staff. You will begin to lose numbers of uh players you will begin to uh you know you, you the, the financial position will mm. change as well there's lots sure. and lots of things that you you, you you can never stay still okay so and you found a way to evolve by finding something related but software it um, processing administration in that sort of way so you're developing in a different way away from coaching and being on the field but still staying in the same industry and growing in that way is that right yeah so um i've always needed as, as we grew we got to a size where the communication became more complicated um the administration became more difficult um the financial collecting payments knowing who's paid proving who's paid became more difficult um all the other little elements that then come into play for example something as simple as um, ordering kits you you know ordering your football kit for the kids mm. all of these things yeah. became a real burden a real task and the the workload increased a lot so i decided we needed some software and when i looked in the marketplace there were some bits and bobs but nothing really of what i needed so i began exploring developing sure. my own one yeah mm. it's now become something that we're going to launch nationwide for everyone and we're going to sell it as a licensed mm. Uh, service cloud-based service for anyone who re who needs this mm. that's phenomenal it's exciting really, really it's exciting phenomenal. and people can reach you on that same email address if they're interested in this particular software yeah definitely well. they can contact me on the same email and you mentioned you talked about mentorship what is mentorship and how does it work so mentorship is guidance as to what to do and it's um it can be for anything you know it could be mentorship on being a good mum and dad. It could be a mentorship on uh, scaling your business. It could be a mentorship on what to do with money if you've got it or how to make it. It could be for, you know, mentorship on learning to play the piano. But it's guidance of mm. how to get to where you want as quickly as possible. And if you find the right mentor, they will have made all the mistakes, mm. put all the time and energy and money and resources into getting where they've got. And you're basically going to tap into that knowledge and mm. avoid the journey they went on so you can do it quicker than what they did and sure. it also sure. gives you direction which is where 
the challenge came for me when I said to you, you know, I went for a period where I didn't quite know what wasn't right. And um, that good good mentorship should do that for you. But finding a good mentor is is key as well. And knowing how to find a good mentor. Yeah. Yeah. So why why should someone give you all the recipes, their secret recipes, you know, when they've had to go through so much hardship to get there themselves? But there are people who are willing to do that. Well, if you want a really good mentor, I mean, a, one that's really going to take you to levels you never thought you could really get to, um, you're going to have to pay for it. But you've got to look at it as okay. I'm investing in myself. So instead of getting McDonald's and KFC and going to the cinema or, you know, <laughs> uh, sitting in front of Sky mm. TV that costs £100 a month, stop all that and invest that money in you yeah. becoming better. That's such useful advice for so many students that will be tuning in and listening to this podcast and your story. So thank you very much for sharing that. And finally, what is your main thing that you do for yourself, for your own personal, physical well-being? I mean, this is my number one question because it's so important for me, well-being. Yeah. And you know something? Um, a good thing for the listeners to listen to, uh, to, to, to know is most successful people look after themselves because they understand the importance of being healthy and having a clear uh positive mind so the things i focus on are sleep you've got to get your rest um minimum six hours yeah. a day up to eight so really let's say seven hours a day is a nice number um eat the right food and i recommend everyone does a food intolerance test a proper one so you know what's good for your body, what's not, and then build a diet that's going to give you everything you need to eat well um, and exercise. But the exercise has to be specific to your age because as you get older, <laughs> your body can't do all the things yeah. it used to, but you can still get the same results by changing your exercise. So exercise, sleep and uh, nutrition.